Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Week 9 NCFFL Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. This week is going to be a very special week. Unfortunately, Jared had to take some time off with his family. God knows where he is right now. So I've reached out to a few other GMs around the league, and two of them accepted. And so with me tonight, guest co-hosts, we have Brad Pizel and John Verdenick. Welcome back, boys. How you doing? Doing good, but glad to be here, man. Doing good. I don't like that Brad and I were not the first choices, though. You so you were, reached out to me. You were. Um, I, I will not divulge uh, the <laughs> choice that you guys were, but I will say that you were the ones that accepted, if that okay. makes sense. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and just for the record, Jared is in Utah. What he's doing there, absolutely no idea, but he's in Utah. Maybe you should take a little short drive over to Nevada and help him out. You know, he's good with numbers. He is good with numbers. He uh, Is he turning Mormon or something? I check out the Mormon church I mean, out there. You know, not, not sure. It's just him and Morgan, so just discovering, I guess. Oh, just them two. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah. little trip. Maybe bum, a little bum, ski bum. action, a little ski bunny action there. Maybe so. That'd be funny. That'd be fun. Well, that's good. <clears throat> so what else? What have you guys been up to? Any um, any news around the world at all? Has anything happened that, you know, that maybe the United States should be aware of? Oh, my goodness. There's a time for a second podcast if we're going to talk <laughs> about that, are we not? Oh, man. Oh, man. What an interesting time to be in the United States, huh? <laughs> I honestly don't know what you're talking about, Joe, because we can't divulge any specific details that lets the world know when we're actually recording this. So I'm not, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Huh. All right. That, that's, a I didn't know we had a, that, that's news to me. I didn't know our um, podcast got, was that oh, cryptic. Oh, I got the one that do for the saying I was watching Thursday Night Football last week. I'm the one that does the editing. 
So, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> why don't we cut that out? We'll start back over again and just start from the beginning. You no, know? nah, we don't cut that stuff out. That's good stuff. So. <laughs> but Johnny, I hear uh, I hear you got a little kind of a sick family. What's going on? You all got the COVID or what? Uh, well, so Dylan actually did get tested. Thank God that came back negative, but hung out with some family this weekend. Um, and the cousin's kids apparently had a little virus that they decided to give to the entire crowd over here. So we're, uh, we're having a fantastic week, as you can imagine. Don't you love the little Petri dishes that the kids are, man? Just taking one sickness from another kid and giving it to everybody else. And it's just so much fun. Well, I tell you what, Madison had some sort of bug like two weeks ago. And for a straight week and a half, she was just a witch. I mean, she was the (laughs) worst person to be around and she's 10 months old. But I tell you what, right. She got tested for COVID came back negative. And uh, as soon as she got over it, she's like the happiest baby in the world again. So it, it it was definitely miserable, so I feel sorry for you right now, especially because you get pretty much got two little ones. Um, so not, I mean, not pretty uh, much. He's got two little ones. Well, yeah, he's got two little ones. <laughs> yeah. So, so Brad, I heard uh, I heard you went golfing yesterday with your little uh, with Emmett. How did that go? Was Emmett just you know putting it lights out or what? I mean, my man is is going to be a stick. He's going to be certainly a hell of a lot better than I am. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's fun. We uh, we play every now and again, a little nine-hole action, uh, took him up to the club, uh, had a good old time, man. He's uh, He plays about six of the nine holes and then asked me about what uh, what food we're getting afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty much little kid thought. So, But it's good, man. He has fun with it. And, uh, yeah, he, he can kind of put the lights out of it a little bit. He just kind of needs a little bit of direction every now and again. He just kind of gets, uh, gets off tilt. Did but, he beat you on any hole? Not a chance, man. I mean, that's just disrespectful. I mean, <laughs> can I know... he get to number four green in fewer strokes than Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, potentially. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, no throwing shade. Yeah, but he has fun with it, though, man. I mean, he uh, hits up on the tee, tees it up in the fairway. Sometimes he doesn't. I let him play some of the par threes straight up. So he likes it, dude. He has he has a good time. What's his, what's his favorite part? Uh, easily the fried pickles afterwards. <laughs> 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 he... he uh, I mean, that's what he talks about. Like, he gets a Gatorade to start, right? So they get jacked up on sugar. That way I can at least kind of uh, get him rolling through some holes. It's more stressful playing with him because, I mean, he doesn't understand the concept of other people behind you. So you Mm -hmm. keep yelling at him to go, 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 go. And he's like, golf is obviously not a go, 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 go. But he don't get it. So um, (laughs) that you got to kind of make sure you don't hit him because he wants to jump in front of you and do all sorts of stuff. So it's it's nuts. But he's definitely in it for the food afterwards. He likes it. Yeah, I got to take my boys out there. I haven't done so yet just because it's it's more difficult for me to take two kids out versus one. So I got to like – time it up to take one of them out while the other one's like still in school or something but yeah i thought it was coordinated joe more coordinated yeah 
Oh, at this moment in time, it's Jackson. Jackson's the better athlete. Jackson's the better athlete at this time. Austin's just way stronger. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Austin's kind of a beast, but Jack is just like, he's going to just wear you out in like 10 years. Like, hey, dad, we got to go to the park. We got to practice. Oh, we already do it every day. I get get home from work. But it's going to be so much worse when he's like, hey, throw me 150 balls in the batting cage. Oh, I (laughs) know. You're going to, I mean, your 89 to 90 mile an hour fastball is easily going to go down to like, 65 70 yeah and it never yeah <laughs> never hit 90 yeah yeah he's he's right now he's the athlete of the group austin just you know his mind is scatterbrained so he's into it for like two or three hits and then he's like let's try and find some american flag tees that's what he likes <laughs> so i you know he, i'm training him to be a solid patriot so right. speaking of patriotism you don't have to divulge who you voted for, but did you each vote? 100%. Yes. In yes. person? I mean, yes. yes. Okay. No mail-ins on this side, man. <laughs> Just want to uh, make sure that we are doing our civic duty here on the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. That's all. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't think it's any secret on who we all voted for, for the most part. I think we all kind of know which direction we're leaning, so... I would well, say the league was probably either nine to one or eight to two. So basically, Ooh. so basically, we are Washington D.C. in reverse. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're the, I saw we're the that. I saw Washington D.C. and the it was nine. I think it was like ninety-five percent Democrat hmm. to five percent uh, for Trump. In terms of the voting, I mean that's just outrageous. That's yeah, a lot it, it's, right there. There's just so many bonker numbers that are coming out right now related yeah. to this, uh, related to the election. I mean it's it's hard to hard to comprehend you, and keep up with all the crap. Do you think they declare a winner before Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay. Yes. But I think it'll also go to court. <laughs> yeah, I think someone is going to so declare. Yeah, and then there, there were it's going to be court battles probably until next year sometime. So yeah, it's going to be uh, which it should be. be if I mean it should be if I I think the American people will accept an election if. The vote, all legitimate votes are counted. Not all votes are counted. All legitimate votes are counted. Because if they can't get that right right now, then moving forward in every other election here and thereafter, nobody's going to think that it's a legitimate election. So they need to get this right. Otherwise, it's just going to be worse and worse election year after election year. So they need to get it right. They just need to do it all in person, man. I mean, yeah. it's the it's the only way to really fight. I mean, missing ballots, people sending stuff in who aren't alive, aren't in the state anymore. So well, so I forth. think, yeah, so definitely in person. And then absentee ballots are okay because you do have to show that you actually live 
in the address that your absentee ballot is for, and you have to sign for it. So there's a signature. Yeah, but some of those are being stolen too. I mean, there's even yeah. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a political podcast. We're having fun with it. So. But we talk about the events of the world, right? So we gotta we gotta nibble in it a little bit. I mean, yeah. kind of. Yeah, go ahead, Johnny. Don't you feel though, like it's like 1976? Like you just watch TV and you see all these people sitting around rooms, literally counting paper. It's like there has to be. It's it's 2020 for Christ's sake. Like, well, there, there is has to be a better way to do this. No, there is better ways. They just the certain states that are run by certain individuals don't want to do it that way because there's less of a chance of fraud or more of a chance of fraud, I should say. Uh, Potential what? fraud. So I would have I would have said the other way around. I feel like there's more fraud being on counting papers <laughs> than there is on the other version. That's but, my point. There okay. is an easier way to do way. it. Gotcha. But the states that are run by certain individuals want the ability to potentially affect or change an election. Mm. So they keep it that way. So but Let's get into something else that I wanted to touch upon, and this really doesn't have anything to do with anybody else, but we got uh, quite the golf match up tomorrow. Okay. All three of us, plus another individual that I don't think anybody else in the pod is going to be playing some golf tomorrow, going to Northstone, 1040 tee time. I will be working from 11 until whenever uh, on the phone. But who do you think is going to pull out the victory tomorrow? And then who gets snake? And what an over under, over under between the four of us, over under 10 snakes. Over. I, I think I feel good about my game right now. I've taken a couple of L's here recently, and I think tomorrow is my day, especially if you're distracted on the phone, Joe. I can yeah, see. You're, you're I can there's be, no doubt. I, I am absolutely be, not riding with Joe. You're, you're oh, I'm, are you guys riding? I'm walking. I'm not riding. Oh, your boy is not walking tomorrow. Sorry. You guys no. are crazy. You, it's it's Carpath only. Hey, it's no. Friday. No, sorry. The last time sorry. we were out there, it was 90 degree rule, and I still walked. I would rather walk. I get the exercise. I don't know. Okay. Is this a is this a play to somewhat, you know, kind of insinuate you're more athletic than Brad and I because you're you're gonna walk and work? <laughs> no, not even close. So, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> undercover, yeah, it is. It's, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, if I walk and I beat you both tomorrow, and you guys ride, they're absolutely I'm more athletic because I have to carry a. 20 pound bag you know i'm talking on the phone because i gotta do work well, with, stuff, six, and with 16 clubs in your bag yeah it's gonna hey, be heavy hey, <laughs> hey. there will be 14 in there tomorrow we'll count them i mean i've got to <laughs> do that we're just gonna verify that so yes sir green bay so defense I, with I, that I think, I think it'll go something like john andrew brad joe I and, think you have. Right. I, I think you all, have a Andrew, really good bad day. Andrew tomorrow. hasn't beaten me yet. That dude hits it just as far as you do, and for whatever reason, he always has like 
two birdies around, and he still shoots like 95. Yep. I don't get it. There's no reason that he – the way that he hits the ball, there's no reason for him to shoot 90s. You know, he, he actually texted me earlier today, and he said, if I leave my putter at home, does that mean I avoid getting snake? <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I said no. Uh, <laughs> you know, even with a wedge on the green, that's still considered a putt. So, you know, yeah. you, you make the bed that you lay in. <laughs> so, we'll, it'll be interesting to see if he has his putter tomorrow. But that I would agree good. it's going to be over 10 on snake. And it – it just never fails. It's going to be decided on the 18th green. It, it just always it is. It will. There's going to be a ridiculous pin location. Somebody's going to put it off the green, chip back up, going to be above the hole. It's going to, It's just going to be a disaster, just like it was last time. Yep. Yeah, but so, you're going to have to mark that second putt, though, this time. <laughs> <laughs> just powered it right through. <laughs> uh, Good times, but yeah, looking uh, forward to it. It'll be a, it'll be a good day. I mean, have some good weather. I mean, you know, yeah, no, no complaints here. I'm looking forward to it. Well, let's get moving on to this podcast. We got a fun little pod here. I'm going to run through this rundown real quick. So, of course, we're going to touch on the rapid fire recap, week eight edition. Go through all the games there, winners, losers, uh, maybe sore lo- losers. Not there wasn't really a sore loser. I guess this past week, but we'll touch on that. Then we'll go through a pulse of the league with, with y'all and kind of your thoughts on the league. Um, so we'll go do that. Then we'll hit up a little Brad interview. Since we got him on the line, we might as well interview him. Haven't interviewed him yet. So we'll interview Brad. Um, also have a, uh, a voicemail, believe it or not. Um, and it actually refers to Brad. So that'll be interesting. So we'll actually get into Good that timing. voicemail during the interview and then we'll hit up week nine matchup. So um, what do we say? We get this thing going, huh boys? Let's go. Let's do it. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. All right. Welcome into the week. Nine edition rapid fire recap. We're going to take a look back into the week eight matchups. I'm going to get things started here. The names have changed. So I'm looking at them differently now, but this matchup was between myself and Pittman. And I'll be honest. When I checked the games and I think, uh, who was I with? Was I with Brad? I think I was watching it with Brad or something. Watching yep. some games with Brad. Um, it was like, I think, halftime of the first, the one o'clock games. And I think I had like 29 points. And I was really thinking that there's a legitimate chance that I don't get over 50. So, the <laughs> f- <laughs> so I mean, if you look at a rundown of my squad here, two, nine, four, two, three, eight, seven, five, five, three, three, minus two. Just throw up in my mouth right there. Thankfully, DK Metcalf. Oh, wait, he can catch a ball and not get (laughs) 3.3 points and lose me a game. 34 points. I mean, God, he only had to get me four last time and I win. He gets me 34 in a losing effort. I didn't have a prayer here. It was actually a lot tighter than I expected. Unfortunately, he had 
Pittman had Mike Evans. Um, and he, I think he had Robert Moore going or someone else. He had two guys going on that Monday night game. So that, that game was over early. I was able to go to bed early. Um, but, yeah, unfortunate. Really wanted to knock Pittman off there. Just couldn't quite do it. Um, so, yeah, Pittman takes it. Pittman moves on. Another win under his belt. He's uh, tied in his league or his division at five and three. I moved down to four and four. So tough break for me, uh, boys. We keep that ticker going. And I'm talking about the losing ticker. We're on a four-game losing skid right now on our way to seven. Um, I do believe the record's a seven-game lose streak that I have a couple years back. So we're on our way, boys. We are on our way. Let's uh... – Well, if there ever is a streak, and we'll have to have the analytics department do some research on that, I would bet it's you. But the thing about this matchup that I just found so interesting, Joe, you had the two highest scoring players on your team. And still of the of the matchup, right? Herbert and Metcalf between the and between the two teams between the two teams, yeah. And still lost by twenty, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's really it's really incredible thinking about how terrible your team looks like right now on paper. I mean, well, now granted, I had Hopkins on the bench and Fuller on the bench, so so I mean, I was dealing with a couple bench players there we all deal with buys so i'm not making an excuse there but these aren't my my number this isn't my number one squad out there (laughs) fair i mean i'm hoping that number one squad comes out soon because you need to get off the slide i need i would like you know eventually i would like to maybe break a hundred sometime soon because that hasn't happened in a few weeks either and i'm getting just throttled on points for right now i think i'm near the bottom i'm sniffing slips heels by like 50 points and i never thought that was possible so all right let's move on next matchup here we're going to go over to johnny so johnny why don't you take that one away all right well so for brooks you know his his, it was me against brooks and you know his two requests about the pod make it twice as funny and half as short so I'll, i'll be quick here probably can't you know commit to the humor part of it but Patty was Patty, Dalvin was Dalvin, Philly defense did what they were picked up to do against just a god-awful Dallas offense. I won by 105 points, (laughs) um, (laughs) which is actually more points than five teams scored in the league total, right? So Guilty. 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 By more points than some teams scored. Just crazy. Um, But, uh, fun fact, I received a text from Brooks at 2.57 p.m. on Sunday with him saying that Dalvin was currently outscoring his entire team. And I knew right then, at, at, at that moment in time, I felt pretty good about my chances. Well, I mean, not not a whole lot else to say. You you legitimately almost beat him with Dalvin and Pat. I mean, that's absurd. Uh, I think you actually no. You lose to him by like a, yeah half a point or whatever. Um, but that's <laughs> that's bonkers. And it, it made my loss feel a little bit better because I could beat I, my team would have beat Slip still. What's crazy? Here's a crazy stat. So I obviously Jared and I just started doing over unders on on uh, Brooks's team every week. So we set an over under and we take a twenty dollar bet. Um, 
what's crazy is so we set that over under at 112 oh god what was it it 112.5 yeah john your difference your delta almost hit 112 i mean you were we, we were what seven points away from 112 that's absurd but money in my pocket week. last two weeks uh he's had to pay up i've taken the under both weeks uh we had it at 110 and then 112 i've taken the under on both and hit on both i texted jared and he hasn't texted me back um but i was talking i texted him let me see if I can pull up this text. I, I ran the last five weeks on him. And what I found was that his average points scored in the last five weeks. Take a guess. <laughs> 92. Nope. Johnny. I'm lower. I'm going to get lower. I'm going to say 80. No, it was actually a tad higher. So 104.11 his last five weeks. <laughs> in terms of his point score. So I set, mm. and he was like, his points for next or for this week was 115.96. So I t- sent him a text saying over under, I think it was like 106, or no, it was 107.75. And he hasn't gotten back to me. So we're going to have to have a discussion on that, and we'll definitely get that bet in before the, before the start of uh, Sunday. But if you guys had to get yeah. if I if I gave each of you over under one oh seven seven five, which side are you taking? Uh jo- Johnny, let's start with you. <laughs> okay. For Brooks. For Bro- this Brooks is this week. He's currently at a one fifteen point nine six is his projection. Over under one oh seven seven five. I mean I was going to save this statistic for later in the pod, but, you know, he has lost for at least part of the year, if not the entire year, seven of his first eight draft picks plus five other players. Think about that. <laughs> Twelve players he's he's had either missed time or are out for the year. Seven of your first eight. And he's still only 50 points Behind you, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> that is remarkable. And, and um, I want to say that he continuously plays Galladay, who I don't think has scored. He's got fifty-five points on the year through. Well, he had zero eight, last eight week. week. I know. How do you, how do you? I mean, he he was riding a heater though. He had like four of the last five weeks before that though in double digits, and one of those weeks was a bye week. So he he was riding a heater. Um, he just can't stay healthy. I mean, it it literally is a a health hazard to be on Brooks's roster. Was he right now. doubtful? Was Galladay doubtful prior to the game? No, no he got hurt during the game. Oh, he did get hurt during the game. Okay. Yeah. I don't watch the Lions. I don't know who does, but you, you do when you're at the bar and you have nine bets going on a Sunday yeah. with Brian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is a long winded way of saying. Under. All right. And Brad, what did you you picked under oh, too? Man. Yeah, I just don't think he has anything. So... I don't think he has anything going to kind of show you something different. I mean Yeah, I, I just there's there's not much there. There's a bunch just a bunch of guys and they're not doing much. I mean, at least right now. 
So I, I since I created this, and this this will be on the pod, and I fully expect Jared while he's on the slopes in Utah listening to the podcast. What way do you think that Jared goes? Because I'm going to give him the option. So he's given me the option the last two weeks. I'm going to give him the option this week at 107.75. Which way do you think he goes? I think the consensus is you've heard it from John and I. Ride ride the unders? Yeah, (laughs) just ride it. Ride the unders. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, I I love Brooks to death, but, man, it, it ain't good right now. Oh, I mean, yeah, but there comes a there comes a time though. You're riding that black, riding that black, riding that black. Boom, red. red. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Mm. I'm just playing. I'm just playing the uh, the odds and statistics at this point. They hadn't they hadn't matched up to that yet. So, alrighty, boys, let's move on to the next one. We're gonna go to Jared versus Chaz, and and Jared is the Chaz killer or the goat killer. As uh, he changed his name, go go killer times two. So it sounds like, and I'm not sure on this. I haven't followed it too much, but it sounds like he's given Chaz um, two of his three losses. Is that right? Does he have three? Yep. Yeah, he's got three losses. So, um, so Jared here pulls it off one twelve nine one to an eighty nine seventy six. Not a great day for the goat, um, and. And Jared ends up pulling it off with the uh, with the legs of Gio Bernard there with uh, mixing out and Devontae Adams scoring touchdowns. Uh, he's already got one tonight, I've seen. I don't know if he's got any more. I don't know who just scored there for Green Bay. But um, any thoughts on this game, boys? No, I mean, I think, uh, I think Chaz got hurt with, I think, like a couple other people that I've seen with the Baltimore and Pitt game from last week. I mean, it looked like it had a little bit of points, but that wasn't the story of that game. I mean, receivers really didn't do much unless you've got a touchdown. Enter Rusty Chase Claypool. Uh, but, I mean, he got crushed there with one point out of Deontay, which he's a pretty good performer. So that certainly never helps as well as his other wide receiver, Higgins, which I have no idea who that guy is. Did he take over for Odell? That doesn't help when he's forced under two as well. It's big. That's where the where the losses came from, but he had people on buys, and that's that's really just one of those weeks for him. He just kind of ran up on it, but good for Jared. Johnny, looking at the state of Chaz's team, all right. As we run it down, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's probably going to do average, right? He's going to score anywhere from twenty to thirty points. Uh, Tyreek Hill's legitimate; he's definitely going to score. And then we have DeAndre Johnson, but I think of the Pittsburgh receiver. Gurley's kind of hit or miss. He's typically around 8 to 16. Fournette, very similar. Gronk is hot or cold. I, I just – I don't know about his team, man, as I looked at it. look, He really needs McCaffrey to come back into his lineup to solidify that ground game that he's got. But I don't know. I think this may be the start of, you know, a potential losing streak that the GOAT hasn't seen in a few years. What do you think? I'm actually going to take the opposite side of that coin. I think Chris Carson is about to get healthy. McCaffrey is about to get healthy. We'll see what McCaffrey does this weekend in Kansas City. But I think last week was just the goat baiting me in, you know, making me feel good. I'm ahead of him in points by, like, less than a point, making me feel good about myself only to just be the goat. And uh, his team's about to really start scoring points, I think. 
he's got like five really good starting running backs. Um, this cat from Jacksonville, I don't even know his first name, something Robinson. Yeah. I mean, that guy's been lightning in a bottle. And shame on me for doing this. I dropped Gronk. He picks him up like goats do, and here comes Gronk. <laughs> so, and he's got Tyreek and Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, I think in a week or two, you know, I think Jared caught him, <clears throat> excuse me, on a bad week, but um, I think he's going to be the goat here in the next week yeah. or two. Hardy boys, I, I agree. I agree with John. I mean, just to be the hardest thing I think he's going to have to deal with is guessing right on his defenses from week to week. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, it three defense it is still cost, tough for me it to swallow. Hasn't cost him yet. So, and I guess it's taking a defense away from the other GM. So until it costs him a game because he guessed wrong for whatever reason, it, I guess it's an okay play. That'd be. He's guessed wrong a few times. But it but... hasn't cost him. Right? I so, I mean, so. if he subbed right. out, I think he had Pitt at, yeah, Pitt at 18. If he subs that out, he still loses. So, Correct. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Bradley's team. So, Brad – was playing Rusty, the duck hunter, 118.89 to a 101.49. What happened, Brad? What happened, bud? I'm uh, just having back flashes to that goose just getting necks right there. And <laughs> my team just started out pretty damn good. I mean, Diggs, Higgins, Jacobs played well. I had some unfortunate injuries with Henderson there. And uh, I guess the first half, he was off and running. Um, but I mean, Rusty's guys did just enough, man. I mean, nothing special. Um, but my afternoon game killed me. Bart Scott, Dallas Goddard, Mari Cooper. When you get 11 points out of three dudes, it was, it was a pretty ugly, pretty ugly evening. Let's put it that way. But I mean, he did just enough. I thought I had him with, uh, that Baltimore pit game. I mean, Andrews didn't do much. Claypool got a garbage touchdown. But Rusty did what he needed to do, and he's he swept uh, he swept Debbie Does Dallas this week. But uh, Body by Jacobs took that loss last week, and it just just wasn't my week. I'm gonna start getting healthy though. You're gonna watch out here in the upcoming weeks. Duh. It's gonna be nasty. So. When Michael Thomas gets back, if he ever does get back, does Cooper this week. does Coop if he ever does come back, does Cooper go to the bench? Uh, no, he's he'll start when Dalton comes back, man. He just got Ben Denuccio, or well, I don't even know how you said. I think it's Denuccio, whatever. I think they're gonna go. Uh, to, they're play. going to a different quarterback this week. I think. Sure. I don't even know. No, I mean, do, are you going to start him? I don't think so because all signs are pointing towards Thomas coming back, Godwin's coming back. Um, I don't think he'll be in there unless Dalton is back. I gotcha. Because he's just too scary. I mean, there's just nothing. I mean, if you keep if you only throw in Amari Cooper the ball one time in the game, <laughs> I mean, there's a problem, and you're a backup. <laughs> I mean. I don't feel confident in that. I mean, anybody who started anybody from Dallas, which might have been Zeke. What, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, that's it. Um, I think if you had another option, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just where life is. And I had to play him just hoping for something good to happen. 
Well, here we are with Rusty just trucking along. His team showing up week in, week out, scoring decent amount of points. Didn't sniff that 135 mark, but enough to pull the victory out. He moves to 5-3. and three. Bradley down to a 3-5. and five. Probably one of the worst starts that I've seen you have in quite some time. So hopefully you can swing things back. So. All right, let's go to the last matchup here. We got Brian versus Mike. Brian takes this one handily. 142.77 to an 89.97. A lot of, lot of teams in the 80s this week, boys. A lot of struggling teams. Obviously, we're in buys. I don't think we had a COVID issue last week. Um, but, God, man, a lot of 80s this week. But helped out. Brian helped out with Moss, Kelsey, Ayuk, uh, Jackson. A lot of good points from him. And then Mike, unfortunately... Did not have the team. Did not have the day. Obviously, from Zeke, he was hoping for Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and then Kittle going down on going to IR. I wonder what he's going to do there. He's probably have to sub out Hawkinson in there for the weeks to come. But any thoughts on this one, boys? Man, I mean Brian's. I mean, especially you guys showed up, man. I mean Henry Moss, Kelsey, like you said, they just came to play because Wentz didn't help him, which was surprising because that should have been just a 30-point game for Wentz just throwing the ball, at least in the first half, until they started running it. But, I mean, he didn't even need it. Not this week, man. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, kudos to Brian. His two free agent pickups this week, Moss and Ayuk, you know, projected 17 points between the two, and they scored 39. It's a good day. Pretty solid. Can't 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 ask for any more there. And then, you know, at what point does Mike, you know, toy with the idea of sitting Zeke? I mean, that dude's just having a miserable. That or trade him. Who wants him? (laughs) I mean, there there might be someone that's willing to get him for on the cheap. I mean, if you're gonna sit him, if you're gonna sit on your bench, you might as well trade him for something, some sort of asset. So what are you trying to give Mike then for Zeke? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know Scotty that, I mean, Miller's he there. A keeper I got Scotty Miller. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I hear Scotty Miller's name. All the dude now. just catches passes <laughs> and touchdowns. That's all he does. Not till Antonio Brown starts. <laughs> Here he comes, Johnny. Good Johnny, one ninety four point eight nine. That's got to be sniffing uh, the top end totals. I think last week we had a one ninety eight, didn't we? So we had COVID run through the analytics department this week, so we haven't been able to pull it. But it was top five. I'm pretty sure, though. Don't hold me to this because we'll bring it back if we if we get invited back. But I think it was three or four years ago, Brooks posted like a 198 and change. I think that is the league record. Um but we'll 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 bring that back. But yeah, any any time you score over one ninety four. Well that was is that the high for this year? One ninety four? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just, it is. Just throttling Brooks right there. God help him. And, you know, kudos to Mike though. You know, we were giving him all that hell about all those dollars he spent on Miami's defense against the Rams. He still rolls them out there twenty four yeah. points. I, I I cannot believe that, but kudos to him. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Fantasy. Twenty-four. You take those. <laughs> let's let's be conservative and let's give your defense ten points. Subtract ten points from or subtract fourteen from his team. 
Yikes. Seven was that? I mean, 75? if you're gonna go if you're gonna 70... go with that waiver wide pickup, what about Philip Lindsay sitting on the bench and he dropped seventy on him? Seventy? What? Didn't he drop seventy on Philip Lindsay? Oh uh, on, on the, the waiver wire pickup. Yeah. yeah, he did. Sitting on his bench and he's scoring more than Zeke. Uh oh. Might have Here to think about it. Watch out, Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Gonna start next week. Alrighty, boys. Well, that'll do it for the week eight rapid fire recap. Um, not too many close things and uh, quite a big margin there between Johnny and Slip, unfortunately. So, alrighty, boys, that'll do it. Let's move on. Let's check in on the pulse of the league. Alrighty, boys, here we go. Pulse of the League, week nine edition. I'm going to kind of go here and start off at the top. Number one position, Johnny, 52-91 or 3-14. and 14. We'll get to that a little bit later because that's got me befuddled. And 5-3 uh, and three record at 1060.95. So you barely beating out the goat here by .15. Uh, Chaz is sitting in second. Third is Rusty. All of you guys are at five and three. Uh, four is June 10th. Pittman at five and three as well. Quite a bit back. And then we have a bunch of four and four guys. Then we got Brad. And then we got Slip. So let me ask you, Johnny, two questions. I'll start with John. Brad, we'll get your answer after his two questions. First question is, do you foresee yourself maintaining that number one position throughout the rest of the year? The second question is, can Slip's team really go one for the season? Hmm. So I think, um, can I maintain the number one position throughout the year? No. I think I'll end up losing that to Chaz. I do think I end up winning – the shambles division of the East just because I, I, I think my team's coming together right now and the remaining, I think I only have one division game left uh, and then I have to run through a bunch of the guys in, in the West, but I think Chaz ends up with the number one seed. I do think I win the East, but if you, if you look at these standings, the West has number two, <laughs> three, four, and five. That is insane <laughs> but you know the good thing about it is i mean we have eight teams within a game there are four that are five and three and four that are four and four that is incredible um i think at this point in the season uh it's just score as many points as you can to try to get those wild card playoff first I a hundred percent agree. Unfortunately, my team isn't scoring any points, but I mean, uh, Rusty's or excuse me, actually Jared's sitting at the top of the board with, uh, 1,083 points. Uh, he just doesn't have any wins. So he's just scoring mega points on probably blowouts and just having a, a lot of losses and he's not scoring much of anything. Um, even Rusty's got more points than, hey. than, uh, Chaz does at this point, but, Chaz takes the lead there because of his divisional record. So, 
it's it, I, the amount of points that you guys yeah, have scored I mean, I, from I, the I think top Jared, four or five guys. I mean, shit, even Brad's got over a thousand points. Um, that's just crazy. Yeah, Jared's just had some bad scheduling luck. It's crazy how people always show up against Jared, except last week, obviously. Speaking Brooks. Speaking I mean, of Brooks. scheduling, I was about to say the same thing on the points. You know that he has a minus three hundred point differential well, I mean, right now. Let... Points for that he has versus points against, and regardless of, I know that his team has been crushed by injuries, but my man is well, just let's... getting throttled. The next closest person is Jared at ten thirty. He has him by a hundred. Yeah, but he also got beat by hundred and five more. Last week. I mean. John could have scored 90, and it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, he instead he scored 105 okay. more than him. I mean, that's you know. So so look at so look at it this way then. Chaz Chaz got 180 points scored against him by Jared, and Jared also scored 180 points. They both lost. I mean, that's mm-hmm. two guys that are also what second and fifth. And I mean, that's 147 points less, and Jared had 180 points scored on him. So, all things being said, that's a yeah, but <laughs> the difference wasn't draw. 100 points. <laughs> it was what 20. I mean, I it's get still it, 180 the, points. But the difference when you have the plus. points for when you're scoring 89, and in one week it's 105. I know that difference. that part I mean, it's sucks. Be skewed. Obviously, yeah. I mean, even if you take Jared's points, he's still <laughs> minus a hundred, and he's the highest scoring. I mean, the best part, however best you want to spin it, I'm just telling every you, every single year complains about the points against his team. He always complains about it every single year. Well, we proved it out last week. He statistically, yeah. he's right. Yeah, statistically, he is right. Um, I just, I really am glad that we did away with the max moves because, you know, Brooks at 24, I mean, a couple more weeks. I mean, if these injuries keep up, he's not able to start a full (laughs) team if he's capped at 25 moves. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So, answer Um, the question Does he stay one? Yeah, I mean, I. Nah, he 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 can't. I mean, I I think if there ever was, so the worst regular season record ever was two two and eleven. I I did it the very first game or the very first season. It's been it, it's happened an, another like two or three times. How many tight ends did you draft that year? I can't. <laughs> that was before my tight end obsession. Um, but. I mean, one and twelve. Can you imagine? That's miserable. Man. I mean, let's just let's just check his schedule real quick. Hold on, I I got this. Hold on. I mean, I know I got to play him. Yeah. He's got Brian this week. Then Mike. <laughs> There's then a Joe. possibility. He, he he wins week eleven. Joe. He gets his second win. Then <laughs> then then he then he has week twelve. He has Brad, and then he has Chaz. So yeah, week eleven. That that's when he gets off the snide. God, he's saying he's going to drop it on you, Joe, which is disrespectful. Early problem. call. Early <laughs> call. Oh, dis- what week is disrespectful. that? Disrespectful. I love it. Let me check this out here. Week 11. 
Week 11. How many guys do I got on by? I probably got half my team on a by. Watch it. I, I would love it if that were the <laughs> I game. I don't have anyone on a buy. So there's no reason, no reason that he should. So right oh, now my. as the – and he's got Montgomery in there who's not going to play. But right now the projected points are 127.93. So – Right, one twenty-seven point five one to ninety-three points. He's not even Goodness. projected over a hundred at the moment. Uh, obviously, that yeah. can change because uh, Galladay's out and on his bench and stuff like that. So, but I got there's no reason I should lose that game. It's gonna happen. No well, reason, not with Thielen, <laughs> Fuller, Waller, Metcalf, Hopkins. There is no way that I should lose that game. But. They all, all haven't those guys played have been on your team, time. and you've I've lost had, four consecutive weeks. I had to weeks, run through so my bye weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. I love those four week. Buys, what do you John. think? I mean, Go they ahead. just happen sometime and just roll up on you. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking at, I was just looking at my week eleven matchup. I was like. You know, maybe I could just trade away Dalvin Cook for a week. You know, give him that's loan, collusion. You know, put him out on loaner for Brooks for a week. But I've got the goat that week. That could be a preview. That could be a preview of the championship. So, sorry, all right, Bradley, what do you think? Do you think loaded. Slip gets another win, or do you think he's on the one and Schneid train? Man, I think he's on the one. Just a twenty twenty year. Be, this is gonna be a year to forget. <laughs> And I mean, hell, COVID every day. He needs to change his team name because the dude sucks. (laughs) Change his team name, maybe give him some different chi, and you know, hope for the best. What does he got to lose right now? What does he got to lose? Change your team name, change things up. That's fine, but change change your name because the name is like plays. He's good. No, you know what? Keep the name through week twelve. Yeah, up to week twelve, then change it. Keep the name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just to add on to this question, does Brooks run you down? I'm up fifty with five to go. I think I stay ahead of him with five weeks because his. I don't think his team can score more than a hundred and twenty. Now, granted. Mine hasn't scored more than that in the last three weeks either. But I think as we look at the differences each week, I, I, I don't think it'll be enough to track me down. I don't. Not with my guys coming back healthy, all my receivers. Granted, I'm a little slim in the running back side of things, but I got some stud receivers that should show up at week in and week out. So, um. Yeah, I th- I think I easily stay ahead of him there, and I think I actually tracked down a few other individuals near the top there. So I'm gonna start ro- I'm gonna start going on a little run here, not in the negative. I I'm, I think I'm about about to hit hit something and start going north real quickly here. But all right, so just one other thing, Joe, on the league, Brad. This action you have with Pittman. Well, yeah. how are you hold, feeling hold, hold after on, hold on. Why don't this we save this for the interview process? And you take an L. Okay. okay. This is, you know, this is where, okay. you know, kind of 
rookies make mistakes. And I'm going to let you and Brad slide on this one because you guys aren't professional podcasters like Jared and myself. I'm going to let you slide on that one. All right, but that's your that's your first strike right there. <laughs> no, freelancing. All right, boys, We're you want to sniff any man. of these transactions <laughs> that occurred? I didn't see much of anything that happened. The only my only question is I know Brad's name is Debbie D- does Dallas, but he also picked up and spent ten dollars on D Dallas, and I don't know who the hell that is. Do you want to tell the rest of the league? Because I'm sure four or five guys have no idea who that guy is. Uh, I bet you're probably the last one that doesn't, but it, it's uh, he's just the backup to Chris Carson, and he's going to be getting the touches this week. Um, and I need I need running back help until Johnny, next week. Johnny, what are the odds back, that the eighteen dollars so. you spent just on where I'm Marvin at, man. Jones, you parlay that into a trade for Galladay, and then Galladay mysteriously becomes healthy and just helps you run the table? Have you have you have you offered it to slip? Mm, zero, <laughs> because. What was the net? What was the next closest on uh, Jones offer wise? Who did he? Uh, did he go 11, for it? Twelve something. Like that. I can't see. I can't see that. So By so it, it wasn't. It, <laughs> no. I don't think Brooks has zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he picks his battles on the on the waiver wire. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's just hoping that nobody else bids wow. on him and he just gets Alrighty, him. boys. Well, that's the pulse um, of the league. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you same time next week. What do you say we interview you? Uh, all right. Yes, that's a uh, sometimes useful exercise. Please put your hand down. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Yeah, I'm actually not comfortable answering that. Come on! We're doing the interview now, not you. Okay, here's a shout out of a can. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go! I think we're done here. Thank you. All right, GMs, welcome into the interview section of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Special guest edition, we're gonna have a co-host, Johnny and myself... Talk to the one, the only Brad Pizel, owner, owner of the now three and five Debbie Does Dallas. Bradley, welcome to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. How you doing, bud? So, first question, first question. We're we're like I'm halfway through good. the pod. You're a guest excited host. Excited to be here again. What are your thoughts? Is it difficult? Is it hard? Yeah. Easy. Uh, I mean, I think it's unfamiliar. So you're trying it to is figure science. out and, and, you know, bounce in and out of what you guys are talking about. But I mean, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's fun. I mean, I enjoy it. I think it's, uh, it's kind of like, we're in the content the business. Jared and I are in the content. Trying to create content, now. man. I know we're so, in the content you know, that's, business. That's how we now. roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, it's fun, man. I enjoy it. Y'all do a good job at it. I don't want it uh, just like being a co-host. 
So what what kind of equipment, Joe, does the league need to invest My, in to where we can like so do it, this? We, you can get as like hefty as you want to in terms of price tag, but in reality, we could all sit around a fire or a bonfire, if you will, and all have AirPods or headphones in and connected to our phones and. We could have as many people on. I think I don't think there's a limit to the amount of people that could record in one time, and sit around and have like a you know league podcast. I think it's possible. I don't know how produ- I don't know how productive that would be. I think we could just sit at a bar uh, and just put your no, phone you can't on really record, do that because the editing issues and then. People talking over people, it'd get to be more difficult. So if you have everyone on their own headphones, then it's a, it makes things a little bit easier. Um, but Yeah. I think I was just really well, rooting for everybody to show up setting to for a podcast for one game next but, year. Yeah, I'm think, always I think that I think that needs to be on everybody's one list. weekend. <clears throat> But, I mean, just think about, like, taking it on the road, right? So, draft next year. We kick it off at the draft next year. We have, like, a segment on the golf course, right, where Chaz gets outdriven by yeah. 45 yards. Ba-coo! We have a segment, we have a segment <laughs> at, at Big Nails, you know. We, we have a segment at Tom's Bar. We have a segment on the boat. I, I like what I like where your head is at, Johnny. The so I'm of a take some notes here. I mean, it could just be. And I'm going to figure out a way limitless. to uh, to get that done because I think that's a definite possibility. So, okay. But Brad, let's get back to you. So your team, Debbie, does Dallas, and we'll get to that name here in a second. You're currently sitting at three and five. I'm going to guess not where you uh, expected to be at this point in the season. First and foremost. Tell us about your name change. What does it mean? Why does it mean? And then secondly, give me the state of union so on, your, just, uh, on your team here. Okay. So the guy that nobody I just picked knows up DJ you. Dallas, Seattle running okay. back. He's getting the touches. Correct, but that scored 12 points last week and I need a running back. So I'm trying to find lightning in a bottle, just like we all do just to get past. Um, That's the, that's really, that's really it behind the, behind the team name. Um, State of the union of Debbie does Dallas. I feel really good going into next week. I'm scared about this week with Pittman because I need to beat him. And I just don't have the horses right now. I think it would be different if you got me in week 10 because I'm going to be getting Chubb back. I'll have Jacobs. That's a formidable running back team. My wide receivers will be fully capable with Thomas, Diggs, Godwin. I mean, I don't feel bad there. So, I mean – 10 through 13, I need to sweep <laughs> to really get anywhere close to a playoff. All right, Brad. So, without and looking right I now, think it's, give I me think Michael Thomas's total do. fantasy point total. Okay. Mm. 
Well, I know what it is. It's 3.2. But he also, I got him on question. He says he's coming off of all that. He's he's healthy now. He's going to play this week. He's gonna, mm. He will play this week. He was practicing last week. They just held him out. Yeah, the Bears. They were playing yeah, your Bears. Play by them. You feel confident about that trade? I just, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I just, with the amount of injuries there, is there what? Why wouldn't he just say? Why wouldn't he just say? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, why wouldn't he just say? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I'll talk. I don't think this I'll squad's talk about gonna the trade. take it to the Super Bowl, even if I am playing. I'm just gonna sit this one out. I may even come down with COVID next week. I don't even I don't even know, but regardless about the trade, I felt good about the trade because two things I know that are going to happen. Inevitably, I traded Thomas for Lockett, and Lockett doesn't look as good week to week as he does on a season total. I mean, mm-hmm. almost forty percent of his points were scored in one week out of the entire season. Last week will show you he showed up with five. So I don't feel bad. I mean, I to use your logic, 100% of Michael (laughs) Thomas's points were scored in one week. And (laughs) correct, which is fine. But get back, get back to me this week when he's scoring, when he's back to normal, and when he's week ten through thirteen, and he's scoring sixteen plus every week. I mean. It's going to play going into the playoff run. And if I get into the playoffs, I feel like I'm more dangerous getting most dirt from him because at that point he'll be coming off of his IR stint. And now I'll have three immediate number ones with Jacobs, Chubb, and Mostert. So, I mean, my my logic was – the long game for the playoffs. I just needed to get past week nine and I need to run the table 10 through 13, which it I think sounds like you're saying what I always say. We're a bitch. On when paper. healthy, my lineup is pretty, pretty gross. And currently your great, your green Bay defense, your mm. green Bay defense, 16 points. You I gotta think, like that. Right now against that San no. Yeah. So you're pretty solid. You need as many points as you can get out of your defense there. Not hundred percent. That that was a game day pickup. I need that one to to roll <laughs> again. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it. I don't feel like my team is that far away. I just I feel like you guys have talked about it. They're good. So it's you just, alluded to Pitt the injury bug. You're playing Pittman this week. He doesn't uh, have anyone going this week. However, we mm-hmm. did have a um, a voice message come through to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. And just as a reminder to all the GMs out there, if you would like to send us a voice message, you can do that. Just go to the go to the app, uh, hit voice message, uh, record it for us, and then we'll get that and, you know, we'll probably play it. So I'll play something for you, Brad, and then get your response, okay? Hold on one sec. Here it comes. June 10th, 2015. Probably sitting there thinking, what the hell has that got to do with fantasy football? Last night, my opponent said he's going to throw back a couple brewskis. 
get behind the wheel of the car and drive on home. Looks in his rearview mirror, sees the blue lights flashing. He becomes a ward of the state at that time. You see, you decided to fight the law and the law won. And that's what's going to happen this week. Starting Thursday night football, I guarantee it. If you want to put money behind it, put money behind it. He's going to fight the law. The law's going to win again. June 10th, 2015 is going to be a reoccurring nightmare to him. A lot of fighting words right there from uh, fellow GM Eric Pittman, obviously uh, an officer of the law. And that's what he's alluding to, his team name, June 10th, 2005. What's your response to that? I mean, the law won. What? I mean, but I, I can't say anything about it. I've paid my dues for that night for a long time. So can we get a point of clarification here? His, his team name is June 10th, 2005, but he said 2015 in the voice message. It was it was not that recent, right, Brad? It was 2005. Oh, no, it was five. It, I just, yeah. We had just yeah. finished up senior year. He misspoke. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I was just point of clarification the, for everybody out there who don't have any recent. Yes. Yeah, not, not recent. Long time ago. You know, but shots fired nonetheless. Shots yeah, just, fired nonetheless. Just 15 years what, ago when what we were in our senior year in college. For <laughs> just for all those that are counting, by the way. <laughs> Technically, two. Um, not. That one you were convicted of on? Only one. So it was my first. I got off the, that one. The first one I got off. Um, but so yeah, he said he, he said he'd be second. willing to throw money got that down in high school. Are that was you cool. willing to do that? I mean, not with where I told you I'm already at this week. I don't feel confident in my team this week. I just need Pittman's team to suck more than mine does right now uh, for this week. It's Week nine was always going to be an issue. I mean, there's not a single guy on my roster okay. right now I think that actually can play in my lineup uh, if they go out. <laughs> So, so it, maybe it, not, maybe not cash. Yeah, that was a big bet. We were gonna. I had that written down. We were gonna get to that, Johnny. You know your about. your regular season bet. Don't 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 want a bottle of yeah. so hundred bucks. Then he fires back with hundred bucks and a bottle of Woodford. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there was a little delay. You know, maybe there were some work calls taking place. Kids pooping everywhere. There was a delay. Brad eventually accepted, but you know, I don't feel like there Brad, was a delay. I felt like it was, a, it it was, was a, at least a ten minutes. How long? There was, yeah, thought, there was some thinking going on. It. I don't think there was a delay. Either way, but I wasn't we, 150 bucks or so is still steep. <laughs> so <laughs> on a record, cash. Do we yeah. just go? Do we double down another bottle of Woodford? Maybe maybe a bottle of tequila. That's, maybe get that's weird. basically still cash. And if I told you I didn't feel confident in betting cash, I'm certainly not doubling down on two bottles of Woodford, right? Is Pittman still a SoCo fan? And do they even sell that anymore? 
I had. Uh, you know how many SoCo and limes I've had. I had a solid SoCo. I had a solid SoCo. Could you drink one right now without throwing twenty? No, Magnolia. I'm not sure. And that was that was rough. Oh. Well, those between those and RBVs, I think. So where where are you at with three and five, Red? Obviously, you can't mm. be happy with that. Your yeah. record is what your record is. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts? No. Like, what did you Where did you expect to be? correct? Yeah. So. I was expecting to be somewhere in that. I mean, I even said it at the draft. I figured my team was going to be between four and seven. And if some guys performed, I could be upwards of second or third. I still think those things lie true today. Um, But I think the three and five part is I didn't have much running back depth. I mean, by the time the way that the draft was shaping up for me, I just went receiver heavy, and those are what those are the people that have kept me in the game. Prior to Chubb going down in what week four or five, I mean, I felt really damn good about my team. That hurt because <laughs> I didn't have any running back depth. What sucked was dropping Zach Moss and Brian picking him up here in the last week or two, and my man just going bonkers, which bananas. Yeah, yeah it's you know. Sometimes you just it, it's it's good to so be did, patient. So did Brian pick up? I needed some did you help. Drop and Gronk and he Brian was a casualty of Gronk. the waiver wire. So, um, but I mean, oh, that was John. Okay. So basically, everybody. No, is that was Johnny. Feeding off. Uh, your, that was me and Chaz got him. Let me get yeah. this right. So <laughs> they're having sloppy seconds with your initial pick, but they're performing much better. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Gronk. Well, I mean, if you – I guess Zach no, Moss is, yes. No, but you had him on yes. roster, didn't you? But oh. I didn't drop oh, Gronk. Okay. I'm telling you that. Oh, my bad. Sorry. No, I Sometimes didn't. I drink a little too no, much and me. things get John. scatterbrained. <laughs> <laughs> but – it, yeah. It's all good. We should money <laughs> back between the lines. It's good. This coming from the guy with two DWIs, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, it, it sucked. I mean, that that's the only part of the season, I think, if I'm really going to bitch about it. It's Chubb getting hurt for long periods, but everybody's got that, and I am where I am right now. But I feel a lot better looking at weeks 10 through 13. <laughs> You know, making a good playoff run because I think that'll show you. Johnny, really you got any questions for Brad? Is hopefully it plays out. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Well, it's not an interview for Joe. It's an interview for Brad. I kind of have a question for you, Joe. So, well, not, but it but it relates to Brad. So, you know, I know we like action in the NTFFL. I really like Pittman's side of this bet. I'm willing to to hedge. <laughs> so you're you asking like me? Do you like Brad's to take Brad's to run through Brad? And if so, just told what are you the entire to group on? that he doesn't feel confident about his team? And so you want me to take Brad's team? I would only sniff that if you gave me odds on it. 
That's what the bet is for. I think you misheard the message. I said I didn't feel good about this week. I said the last four weeks. No, there's too much. No, he's talking about the full season bet. The wins and the points. And I I haven't even dove into it. It's two things. I've got to have more wins, and I've got to have more points. There's no intricacy. But, but Brad, <laughs> you play Pittman this week. If you lose, you are down three games with four to play. You no, you no. think Pittman's going to – I mean, his team no, is not I've got to win. fantastic. I've, t- I've told you. think you. he's going to lay I've a told you. I just told you. I've got to win this week. Like, got to. I mean, Johnny, if he wins okay. this week, That's I'll talk the, to you. Literally, I don't it. think there's another way around it. But I can't – I mean, I was just – if he loses this week, it's it's bye bye time. He might as well just buy it for him okay. and pay him off. Um, so off the record, Brad, but on the airways, do you <laughs> regret making that trade? Yes. The trade, no. The bet, yes. Stop. No, I still don't. I'm telling you. Stop. I'm telling you. As someone who has dealt with the headache of the San Francisco running back situation for several weeks now, and I'm torturing myself again this week with it. I saw that. Good. And even if he is healthy, there's no pass. So they're just going to throw animal weight in the box. Good luck getting him healthy. Holy cow. Devontae Adams just had a touchdown and ran out of bounds because he couldn't balance. Nick Mullins is the quarterback. Did Pittman make the worst trade in the history of the NFL, Jared? Devontae Adams. Has to be, right? Uh, yeah. I, worst trade in the history I, of the I know you guys are giving me grief about mine. And, and the I only would, reason is I, I don't touch think that one. I don't know how Thomas did. will how win you it. a game. Might make you more competitive, but he ain't going to win you a game. And you lost, you lost two guys. Okay. Oh, God. So, so, he, so my my logic behind it. I, look and look at the last time that I started Montgomery. First off, yep. he was sitting on my bench doing absolutely nothing because he's so frustrating. You as a Bears fan know that he could give you he could give you seventeen or you can give you three. And he every time I started him, he gave me the three side. The reality is he's an eight to nine point guy and. That's no oh, different than DJ Dallas Finley. right now that I just picked up. That's no different than John starting this <laughs> Jamichael Hasty McHasty Mc yeah whatever I don't know what it is. Bite your tongue, whatever. He is a starter, but, but he he legitimately isn't any better than that. So I'm basically saying that I like Michael Thomas in the long run better than I like Lockett because <laughs> Lockett they just have wasn't the as good on paper. Metcalf, you know it is getting the money. He's getting all the balls and all the touchdowns. And, dude, I'm telling you, on on a weekly basis, we, he is not giving you looked, what Metcalf gives you. Go back and look at their numbers. I would, I would much rather have Metcalf right now, or right, prior so to the trade. The I would much is, rather have had Metcalf. Maybe me and Johnny bet what's his face or Lockett, or we can get in on it. Um, who scores more points from the time of the trade to the end of the year, end of the fantasy football season? Lockett or Thomas? 
Because that's what the trade comes down to. And so, Brad, you're going to take Thomas, right? Okay. All right. So, Johnny. Okay. What? Where would you go on that one? Would you take Lockett? 100%. Or would you take Thomas? Wow. So, just, just so that everybody knows, Brad, let every GM in the league know how many points that what's his Thomas has. Okay. And what team is Lockett on now? I don't even know. 3.2. So, so Lockett has – all right, so tell everybody how many points Lockett has. You know, and I'm, and I'm looking at this right now, Joe. So, through last week, right, so some teams have actually had buys. Some teams have not, right? So – Calvin Ridley has played eight games, right? So they have not had a bye. 126.6 points. Yep. Number two is DK with 126 points, only playing seven yeah. games. Okay, so a game behind Ridley. Lockett is only two spots behind DK, 124 points. So DK has only outscored Lockett by two points. So that tells me Russell spreads it around. Both of them have seven TDs. Lockett has a lot more catches. Um, he runs the ball a little bit. Um, DK has more receiving yards. DK has lost a fumble, so they're really close. My thing is the wide receiver position is the most volatile position in fantasy. And give me the guy that has the ability to score 25, 30 points. Not going to do it every week because he'll go six one week, but give me the guy that has the ability to go for 20. That's Lockett. When did you Michael make Thomas that trade? What healthy, week was that trade? Absolutely can do it. But what has he done this year? All right, just, so, we're, I, so it's week eight points until I, week 13 points. Last week. So currently Lockett only has a 5.3-point lead on Thomas at this, uh-huh. at this moment in time. Correct. So, Johnny, would you take Lockett or Thomas? Correct. Okay. I, I'm i going to concur and take Give me the guy that's well. healthy. And I think we have to allow Brad to accept or deny this bet, but I think what would be fair is a four-pack of your choice of brewskis, Brad, if you want to accept it for each of us. So that would be a total of eight beers. Correct. Okay, so I'm buying you guys each a four-pack. I will take Lockett. You guys are both buying me a four-pack. Correct. You want to take that? Got it. I'm fine. So you took Lockett as well, Joe? I will write it down. All right, so it's basically week eight to week 13, total points. Let's do it. Got it. Done. Lock it in. Wow. All right, let's get back to this interview because we got to shake things up a little bit. I had one other question here, Brad. Do you think you'll ever break 90 playing golf? (laughs) Man, this is a motherfucker question. I hate golf. I've been hovering at that 90 mark. Does it happen tomorrow? For so long. It's going to happen. Uh, It's just so aggravating. I mean – Mm. At at Norstone, <laughs> you're 
No. You're probably riding by yourself in a cart. Yeah. So I know you're not a foot wedge guy, but that's probably in play. No, I'm not a foot wedge guy. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I would like to think it is, but. I mean, the odds are against me because I haven't done it yet. So I would say that it's going to be more. And I've I've broke the 80s. It's just not a consistent thing for me. Um, but I'm right there. I mean, hell, you guys know that. You play. Just just do not go 40, 55 like you did at Vertic Ridge. Yeah, that there. was brutal. That was hard to watch. It that was, was hard to it watch. was hard to. It was hard to be in between my yeah, ears was, that day on the back nine. It it was just so aggravating. Well, wow, bad back. Joe was, was close. Thirty eight fifty one. I think it's he time was, for I mean, the hot seat. <laughs> Hopefully you got some some things you've written down. I got a few, not a ton. We had limited time here, but um so Brad, you are now in the hot seat. We're gonna rip through some questions here. Uh you gotta answer as quick as possible. I'll start it off. Scotch or whiskey. Is Brad still on the phone? All right. It says he's connected. Did we lose Brad? We cannot hear you, Brad. That would be something that Brad did. Like, did not Brad, fully his headphones his headphones he's got to be on the podcast. It's amateur hour. That's all it is, John. It's straight up amateur hour. And this is what you get when you just have. Uh, it, 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 you, what you're doing right now is I'm to put it to in fantasy terms. You're, you're to streaming the, to the GMs out right there because they expect the podcast. Every we're just not week. doing a very Reach good job. Reach out to a couple GMs. Told them what yeah. needed to happen. Charge your phones. Get your headphones. And and here we go. Brad's just slack about shit, and it ruins the whole pod. So here we go. I mean, if you saw my setup right now, I got laptop. Might as well. I got, I got iPad. I got phone. My headphones are charged. I got. A He's beer, not back. So I here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a little break, possible. and we'll come yeah. back try to put yeah. Brad Where's on the Brad? hot seat. Brad, are you, so the, are you get back? This figured out. All right. All right, we got Brad back on the line here. Technical difficulty. Sorry about that. Seems like we can't uh, can't avoid those the last two weeks, though. But Brad, you are now back on the hot seat. Um, I'll get things started. Johnny's in reserve here. We're going to toss it back and forth. You got to answer as fast as you can. Are you ready? Yeah. Scotch or whiskey? Scotch. What's in the keg right now? Radio haze or hot drop? Uh, keg ain't hooked up because we're a temporary living in the rental house, man. Uh, rental houses suck. Yeah, they blow. Yeah. Uh, favorite son you got three to choose from? Can't, at, can't. at this point in their life, mm. favorite son. <sighs> Bennett, because he don't talk back to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> favorite brother-in-law, Joe or Hunter? Oh, I had Oof. that written down too. Goodness, I'm about to go with Joe. Okay. Last time you threw up, mine was two weeks ago. Oof. Can we can we can we clarify? Threw up from drinking. Uh, yes. Well, I don't, 
<laughs> they would be the same time. I, I can't remember. I blame Brian a hundred percent for that. <laughs> greatest greatest day of my life watching him just sit in misery on my couch. Though I'm just glad he didn't do it in the house. Uh, can't can't answer because I don't know. What was more helpful with Panzer, stilts or a step stool? <laughs> would have been a step stool. Okay. Yeah. Very. I I ain't. I ain't like full blown midget. I'm just not extremely tall. I mean, that's all okay. I got. Okay. Uh, better chipper, you or Emmett? <laughs> For the record, Brad's not good. At yeah. Uh, whatever it is what it is uh, I mean I guess we're going for Emmett then Emmett let's, we'll give my son some love I don't have this written down but I gotta follow that up better putter you or Emmett yeah that's <laughs> legitimate that's legitimate I've seen God. him play putter ball he can, I feel like he if can strike anybody's that putter gonna, ball I feel like if anybody's gonna make putting comments it shouldn't be you John yeah John um but well, he was the one who asked the question. Yeah. Was he not? He was. So, anywho, uh, I'll go me because I just my confidence needs to be brought up a little bit before we play tomorrow. <laughs> Favorite meal that Kelly cooks for you? Ooh, she does a artichoke chicken over top of marinara sauce that is to die for. Mm. But, Back to the athletic conversation from a couple weeks ago. Are you good at horseback riding? I mean, I would have to be a natural, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been on a horse recently. Just found out that horse that I was on died because Brooks let me know that. The only <laughs> horse I've ridden. Okay. Only horse I've ridden was Brooks on Brooks's farm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you own a gun? Yes. Okay. I feel like we're taking this back to college with the would you rather, but would you rather be six feet tall or six inches long? <laughs> six feet tall. There's so much, so many <laughs> jokes that I could eliminate in my life if I were just six feet tall. <laughs> um, did you shed a tear? When you had to get rid of your Acura, God, that was tough. Uh, slightly, yeah, I would say I would. I did. It was a really, really tough day. Kind of a controversial question here. If you could replace one GM in the league, who would it be, and with who? I like it. Oh man, it's, uh... we're in the content business here. Johnny's finally getting it. We, we content business. Let's see. Chaz, he's one too many. Um, and replace him with... I don't know that I have many other friends that are into fantasy enough to kind of be into this league outside of the people that are in this league. I would have to think on that one. So basically, you just you got rid of Chaz and then quietly asked him to come back. No. I don't think he's <laughs> just that. leaving him out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, no, I got to replace him. I just don't have a person to replace him with. I don't. I don't know anybody else that really likes fantasy football as much as the guys in this league. Yeah. Um, okay. Shots fired. Shots fired. Baku. Least athletic. Get him out of the league, right? 
<laughs> Can you outdrive Chaz? Yes. I don't think we got an answer to this question earlier in the pod, so I'm going to ask it again. Who takes home the snake on the 18th green tomorrow, and how big's the pot? I think the pot will be – the over-under I heard you say was 10. I think it will be slightly above that at 11. And I think Andrew is going to have a little bit of redemption coming his way because he got he kind of got out of the last one. Okay. He did okay. get out of the last one, some bitch. Um, over under twenty nine. Mm. Twenty nine. What? Over you know. under twenty nine. Oh, uh, over. Mm. Uh, still no warts. Nothing. None. Okay. Clean as a whistle. It's a good. It's a good run. Especially with some of the broads. <laughs> Johnny, I'm all out, buddy. What do you got? Anything left? I I, I think I am all out. All right. um, the hot seat was hot, but I feel like he, he, he dealt with it quite well. Yeah. We kind of let him off the hook a little bit this, this go around. Maybe we'll bring him back around later on in the season. Solid little interview, Bradley. We appreciate your time. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the podcast, but thanks again, bud. Always enjoy it. Week nine matchups. Here we go. All right, welcome in to the week nine edition. Uh, We are going to go through week nine matchups, boys. We're here week nine past the uh, halfway part. Um, but before we get started, a little birdie came into my, uh, my message board here, left me a message. You guys are unaware of this. So I'm going to play it for y'all the first time and we're going to talk about it. All right. How does that sound? Go for it. All right. Let me see if I can pull it up here. There we go. All right. So you guys might. This might be familiar. This voice might be familiar to y'all. Here we go. Joe, it's your boy, Jared Campbell. If you're getting this, it's about uh, it's about nine thirty. And if if you didn't know, I can't make it tonight. Uh, something's come up. I'm out west, trying to be a cowboy. Utah. Woo! I'll be back next week, though. You, I'll let you. Oh, I'll let you set the number for Brooks. Whatever you put, I'm going over. My man's going to hit at some point. He's either all of his guys are either going to get hurt or he's going to hit. This is the week. I'll take the over. Twenty bucks. Let's go. Dodge injuries and guess right. And COVID. So there he is, the co-host himself, Jared, Campbell, Jared Campbell on the road. Uh, he kind of gave me late notice there, huh? He's like, hey, 930, Joe, not going to make it. Um, he knows damn well where you record this podcast beginning-ish, somewhere around 830-ish. But he's on Pacific time, bro. He, yeah, that is true. So he's out being the cowboy doing something. 
out there. If you're if you're gonna cover for him, I'm gonna try to cover for him since he's the co-host. I'll give him that break. Yeah. But so very so so out. that voice message came across maybe maybe 20 minutes ago. Um, and what's interesting is we already had a discussion about Brooks's over under. So I already set that number at 107.75. And we heard it from the voice message that Jared's going to take the over. He's in the overs club, right? He's going to stay there. So I'm going to, I'll have to accept that. So you guys heard it here. We already discussed the over, so I'm not manipulating anything. I set that. I set that mark. So 107.75. Um, Jared's got the over on that, and I'll take the under again for three weeks in a row. Twenty dollars. But what a nice guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Calling in, taking advantage of the uh, the voice message system. What do you think he's yeah, doing? He, he's he's not riding a he, horse. He's it's too damn he's, cold. He's having a no, he's having a good long getaway weekend with the wife, away from the kids. I mean, good for him, you know. But he still understands his priorities back at home. Mm-hmm. The pod, uh, unfortunately for him, I mean, you know, Brooks, uh, Tony Ann, or however you say his last name, uh, one <laughs> one catch for five yards, and it's almost a, the the fourth quarter here. So, <laughs> um, not 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 a good start. <laughs> Yeah, that that is just not where you want to be, especially going into the weekend. It isn't. But and, and Rogers is throwing it all over the yard, just not to Tony Ann. What what no. are the uh, mm. that Jared gets bucked off a horse? Zero. He you know, Jared's in the insurance business and he is about to have kid three. I don't think he's getting on a horse at this point in his life. No. You think he is? Uh, well, he said he was doing I, cowboy I mean, shit. I mean, this is true. His wife ain't going out with him. She's pregnant. How 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 I mean, far come. along is how far along is she? She what they said she was doing like March or something February. No, uh, it's first of the year. I think I wanted to say January, but I mean, that so we're looking right around like six or seven months, right? Yeah, she's he can get. I'm surprised she's able to fly. Don't they like cut off flying at a certain amount of months? I don't know. I I don't know. This this isn't that type of podcast. I don't feel like that's not the content we're looking for. Do they go ski? Do they have a better chance of getting on horses or going skiing? Skiing, skiing. Okay. Because I think Morgan's kind of athletic. Yeah. But let's don't get into the athletic. Yeah. She's more athletic than Jared. You just dropped that content on us. I love it. Uh, I'll go with that. Sure. Absolutely. Did Morgan play like volleyball or softball or ping pong? Or she, Did she play soccer too? I, 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 I can see her playing zero sports, but like at all, ever. But, she, you know, she's just in shape, so – but in shape's not athletic. This is true. This is true. All righty, boys, let's get into the week nine matchups here. I'm going to start off. Let's see. Let's start off with Chaz versus Michael. We have Chaz at a five and three record, currently projected at 130.72. When I decided to take these numbers, Mike's sitting at four and four to 110.09. 
They don't have anyone going, partly why I picked it. Um, let's go with Brad. Who do you got on this one? Uh, I think I think the money is going to be on Chaz. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott still in the lineup. We talked about it earlier. I mean, I'd put Naheem Hines in there before I play Elliott again this week. Um but I mean that's that's just me. I just don't think he has the horses in there. He's got to get Elliot out and figure another Flint, figure out another Flint game plan. Pittsburgh too, a tough matchup. Yeah, Zeke with some mysterious hamstring injury that just popped up coincidentally against Pittsburgh this week. I think this is where Chaz starts to turn it on. Eighty nine points last week. You, he could probably put a one in front of that this week. Um, I don't think this one's Let me read between the lines on this hamstring issue. That's what we like to call in the biz a business decision. Zeke's out. He's checked out. He's like, this This team is not going to get to the playoffs. It's not going to help my career. I'm calling it quits, and I'm going to save my, my body – uh, from getting hit and beat up because they know that everybody's stacking the box. That is a pure business decision. I totally agree with Brad on this. He needs to sit him, maybe trade him if he can, try to get some sort of other asset that could benefit his team. But he's got to put somebody else in there, whether that's Aguilar or whether that's, I don't know, Hines. I, I, well, I he, mean, he's got to put some. His name is his name is CD CD's nuts, Joe, and he's sitting on the bench right now. CD Lamb on the bench, even though he's another Dallas guy. Well, that's, that's terrible, the thing. It's but... like how here, you, how can you play any anyone? I mean, yeah, you I even know. yourself said that you so, you're not. Playing, uh, yeah, I'm you're sitting. Not I'm What's sitting. Amari. Until Dolphins <laughs> so the starting quarterback for Dallas is either going to be Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush. You got to go Cooper Rush. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who Cooper Rush is. Never heard of him. You got to go couldn't Cooper tell, Rush. Whoever the defense is, you got to play the defense in that game and avoid every single Dallas player God. ever. Yeah. I mean, there's no I think about we're that. all in agreement here. This is an easy victory for the GOAT. Chaz is going to the Chaz is going to lock this one up. What'll be interesting is how Fine. many points he scores and how how much does he win it by? Because I don't think Mike's team's going to lay lay down. He'll put up a fight. It's just what kind of team does Chaz does Chaz's team like show up on Sunday? Is it the eighty nine ninety point team or is it the hundred and sixty point team? That'll be the interesting. I mean, he's. He's still got Pitt on the bench. He hadn't even put them in yet because you know that's happening. Oh, yeah, that's going to so, happen for sure. <laughs> Pitt's defense on top of that. I mean, you know, and that's CMC's the other thing. Game. Yeah, CMC's I mean, come play. on. Um, so he's got actually a lot of decisions to to think about, right? Who's he, who's he take out if CMC plays? Carson, probably? Uh, I don't know. That, that would – I would say probably, I would say probably Fournette. Yeah, but that's just me. All right, so we're gonna. I think we're all on board there. Chaz is gonna be the victor there. Let's move on to the next matchup. So we're gonna go over to Rusty and Jared. 
We got Rusty sitting at five and three. The Duck Hunter, 142.84 points. Currently got someone going. I'll get to that in a sec. Jared at a four and four with a 133.21. Uh, he's got someone going too. Goat Killer times two. Maybe he changes his name while he's out there in uh, Utah. But Rogers. 30.48 points, and Devontae Adams nearly matching that at 24.4. So we have quite an even matchup here. Um, let's start with Johnny. Who you got in this one? I like Jared's players and matchups in, 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 in this game. I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's about to go bananas. He's going to have to score against Seattle to keep up. I think he does. Ridley against Denver is a nightmare. I think <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but as a Panthers fan, the Chiefs are just going to trounce us. Uh, Ceh is a part of that, and then a player I actually tried to trade Jared for this uh, this week, uh, Edmonds, the starting running back in Arizona, going against Miami. He goes bananas. Um, Jared wins, and I'm going to say by twenty because Rusty gets the curse of uh, projected points, almost 140. He won't live up to that, even though Rodgers is going nuts, and Jared wins by 20. Brad? Ooh. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think that's true at all. I think you are going to have a situation where he lives up to the 140. I think he probably goes for the 160 to 170 range. Rodgers is doing his part. I mean, you got Julio versus Denver, trash. Keenan Allen is Herbert's guy as of late, who's going bonkers. I saw that firsthand. Kamara, he might slow down slightly. I don't think he lives up to that 20 number uh, against Tampa Bay because their front their front four are pretty tough. But, I mean, I'm telling you, I think Rusty's going to pull this one out and he's going to surprise you with the 160. I'm going to agree. I don't know about the number, but I'm going to agree with Bradley on this. Um, you know, Jared's doing this typical thing over here, not starting a kicker. He doesn't have one on his bench. So that leaves, you know, he's got to figure out who the heck he wants to drop. My guess is he drops either Mike Williams or Sanders. Here's my other take. I also think he against his judgment, but I think, he it's the right play. He's going to play Kansas City's D versus Carolina. He doesn't want to do that, but he knows in his heart that's the right play to do because Miami, believe it or not, is actually scoring points. Um, and Arizona's got a decent D, but I don't think it's that that good. I think, you know, Kansas City will score more points. But I'm with, I'm with Brad on this one. If, if Rodgers scored somewhere around 20 points – I would say I'd give Jared more of a chance, but I don't think that Jared's team could keep up. And quite honestly, I don't think Jared Allen's going to have that great of a day. I don't think he can keep up with Russell Wilson. So I think it's going to be, like Brad said, probably a 20-point victory, but it'll be right at that 140 mark. So maybe like a 140 to 120, possibly a 150 to 135 and screwed Jared over again. He'll score 135, which is that magic number him and I always talk about, but he'll lose. So, sorry, bud. I got you on the losing end of this one there. All right, let's move on. 
We are going to go and discuss. Let's see here. Let's talk about Brian and Slip. Four and four matchup. Brian, 112-6-3. That's a low-end projection so far. And then a slip at a one and seven, 115.96. Over and under for Joe and Jared is a 107.75. John, let's start with you on this one. Who you got? That's quick. That was quick. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, Brian's going to find a receiver. He's 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 kind of hit the lottery on the streamers the last few weeks. I think he does it again this week. He got un you know got unlucky with Ayuk with the the COVID designation. Um, I think he I think he hits on that player and wins. Brad. Yeah, I mean, we could spend half a second on this. I mean, Brian's going to win. I know the projections are similar, and and he's down a wide receiver. I mean, this is this is just bad football on the right side of or every day is Galladay. So, yeah, I mean, the projection say. is. I mean, it's got Brian leading in projections, and he doesn't have a wide receiver, and that's just. <laughs> And unless Tanyan decides to catch a garbage touchdown, they're up 31-3 to already in the fourth. I don't foresee that happening, but it could happen. I, I just can't give it to him, man. I, it comes down to do I think he's going to score 107.7 points, and I have to say no. <laughs> yeah, you, you, we're really just worried about 107. And do I think that Brian can score 107.75? And and I would say 100%, yes, you do. So for me, it's an easy pick. I think he wins this one. I don't think that Slip sniffs the 90 mark again for the like fourth straight week in a row. Um, and that's unfortunate. I think he's going to move, you know, to that one and eight mark. So. Alrighty, boys, let's move on. I think we're all in agreement on that one. So let's get to Brad and Pittman. So we have a three and five Brad at a 125.58 versus Pittman, five and three at a 123.36. John, let's start with you. Three reasons why I'm picking Brad. One, I think he hit on Green Bay's defense. They're doing well. Two, uh, I want to see the bet get a little more interesting um, between Pittman and Brad. And three, I actually just saw Devontae Adams' stats for the last three games pop up on the television. I'm just going to read these really quick because I think, again, <laughs> worst trade in the history of the NCFFL. 40 in the last three games. No. And this game, and he just ripped tonight. off like a 30 yard. 41 targets. 41 targets. 30 catches. 423 yards and six touchdowns in the last three games. That's crazy. I mean, I, I mean, I just, I, and, and he, and one of the players he got in that trade was, was that right. Who did he hmm. get? Was it Robinson? Nope. nope. And who else? And Antonio got, motherfucking Gibson. He got, he got a Rob. So, and, and no disrespect to a Rob. No. But he is not Devontae Adams. Um, and then, you know, Antonio Gibson, who, I mean, he's respectable. Um, but God, Devontae, holy shit. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. That's, that's so All right, I'm going to go next here. We'll Brad. save Brad for the last to get his uh, opinion on it. So I'm, I'm actually going to do the same thing. I think, Brad, you're going to pull this off. And this, and this is purely because we're able to watch Green Bay right now and score 19, potentially even more than that, because I guarantee there's going to be an end-of-the-game pick coming. Um, and that's, that's a huge advantage. Uh, Chicago's defense is good, but I don't think that they're going to – hold Tennessee down. So I think you're going to have a, a big point win there. I think it's going to come down to quite honestly, if you believe, which I don't, but if you believe that Thomas is going to score points for you, let's say he gets projected points. I'll say this. I'll pick Brad. If Michael Thomas scores 15 points or more, if he doesn't Brad loses, and that's how I'm going to judge my, my view of this game. Strictly on Michael Thomas because if he scores 15, I'll give it to Brad. If not, this one's going to Pittman. That's how I'll judge this one. What you got, Brad? Well, I'm going to be biased. I'm just going to pick my team because I just need it. I got to hope it, got to will it. My guy's got to come through. Um, but I think I got some good matchups in all seriousness. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to catch trying to catch something with Edwards and DJ Dallas. I just need to get to next week, but I think I have enough there in the tank with Green Bay doing what they're doing to pull off the win. So we'll see. Okay. Alrighty, that'll bring us up to the last matchup of week nine. And that one's going to go between myself and Johnny. So we are going to be looking at the breathalyzer bandits currently sitting at a four and four record on a four game skid projected at a 134.87 to Johnny and 52 and 91 or three and 14 question mark 131.19 let's start this off uh, Johnny's got a few guys going he's currently sitting with 11.5 points on the, on his uh, squad there let's start this off with Brad and then we'll get into Johnny and myself I, I will <clears throat> I got a question first Name. I need the explanation of the name. What's the fifty-two and ninety-one or three and fourteen? So this is actually, and the the question mark is intentional, right? So shots were fired. I was going to take the high road here this week, but shots were fired <laughs> with breathalyzer bandits. Kinda, <laughs> I think every everybody can kind of figure out what that means, but. So, Joe, last week, did a little homework on me in my college baseball career. So, that prompted me to do a little homework on Joe. So, Joe, what would you rather have flipped? Your current career <laughs> NCFFL win-loss record of 52-91 and 91, or your win-loss record at Appalachian State as a pitcher did a little research and just just we because, are in the know, content, in the content business. business we here sure are I, here's the thing so i actually have so my, it, my career pitching stats and they are correct so just for the record three and 14 um era for the career 8.36 um that's got to be hard to that say. Was, that's huh? pretty rough. Yeah. 
8.36, pretty rough. Uh, at least it's not infinity like it was at one point. Yeah, in your one career. thing that I really pride myself on was was not walking a lot of people. Unfortunately, the stats don't agree with that. So it, so I struck out 58, walked 71 in my career. So that one, that one hurts. Um, let's see what else here. Home runs? Anyone want to take a gander on home runs? Oh uh, no, we're we're so, over that. So, so do you do you have the one one stat that I found interesting, Joe? Do you have the average? I do have runs that. per nine inning. That, um, that that was an interesting one. The average runs per nine inning. Do you want? <laughs> so that was a nine point seven. <laughs> Nine point seven. The unfortunate thing, the unfortunate thing that you don't see it is it doesn't say earned runs per nine innings. No. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Well, so let's let's take a swag. Uh, let's just make it yeah eight point five. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, so the question, <laughs> is, the question mark is just, uh, just what, embarrassing. What, what would you rather? What would you rather? flip if you could go back in time if you could yeah. be father time right would you rather be dominating the ntffl and now granted this is regular season at 91 and 52 or would you have rather gone 14 and 3 your two years this is this is a simple Houston. question and you know it's it's odd that you bring up you know the bad parts of my baseball career don't even sniff the hitting career that i had which was just outstanding uh 314 five jacks your last year i thought that was that admirable that is admirable i mean you you tied for you tied for the lead or for the team lead in jacks i think you led the team a year off of hitting he didn't even let me hit a whole year and here i come in and just just face division one hitting and i just stroke all over the place so pitching, but did you walk me through this for for the fans out there in you know on the airways? You were a pitcher, right? So when you pitched, you hit for yourself, and when no. you weren't so, pitching, you were well, the DH. All Is that right? My baseball career, okay. yes, until I got to App State, and my first year, all I did was pitch. So all they had me do was be in the starting rotation. <laughs> With that Zito curveball. So I didn't hit. If you look at my stats, I had one at bat my first year. Do you want to know why I had one at bat? You know, for the fans, I think. think Maybe you want to tell the fans why I had one at bat. I actually can't tell you why you had one at bat. I had. I would love to hear the story, so though. So, my recollection is the reason that I had won at bat was because Troy wanted to have Brad come in off the bench to pinch hit, but Brad didn't have his shoes on. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I totally, and now it all comes back to me. I was in turfs. <laughs> so, the reason that I got my first at bat was because Brad, Brad didn't have his shoes on. And so the coach was, and I was bugging the coach all year, like, let me hit, let me hit, let me hit. 
And so I got my bet. Now, granted, I did get out. I didn't get a hit, but I stroked it to second. The exit velocity on that ball was probably like a 102 right to the second baseman. And I got out, but um, stroked. So that was my first at bat. And the only bet I had that I had that year. Well, what what was the game scenario? Was it like sixteen two? We, down we were. At I don't know. We does it does it matter? I, I, I mean, we were, we were so bad for so long. <laughs> all the losses just kind of floated yeah. together, man. It's just, it's an endless, it's an endless battle of losses. But but to answer your question, I would easily flip the pitching record, and here's why. If I flip that pitching record, who knows what my bank account looks like right now? Lies. Your curveball wasn't that good. Trash. <laughs> it, it is not that good. Just because you flip the record doesn't mean your stuff gets any better. You'd still be throwing 85 miles an hour with a, a mediocre curveball. You gave up eight and a half runs an inning conservatively Crap. adjusted You're for the not ERA. understanding you can't you <laughs> can't get in 14 and 3 record by having a 8.5 ERA that's not possible so obviously my stuff would have been better i would have had a better curveball better fastball john did you say his in. stuff would get better or his record would just be flipped well i mean you can't give you can't be one and one you can't give up eight earned runs a game and have a fourteen and three record that's just not realistic you can't do it you can't, there's no way that you can do that not at appalachian <laughs> definitely not at appalachian i mean the guy's made ten airs a game average there's no way you're welcome <laughs> so i mean if I'm throwing, if I'm 14 and three in two years, I'm getting calls or looks potentially drafted. Left-hander with a 14 and three record, I'm going to get drafted. It might be in the 30th round, but it's going to happen. With, with those old school mutton chops that you Shit, had, 100, yeah. you were getting brought straight Shit, to the show. Yeah. So that's All the right. answer. Get back, get back to the business. All right, Brad, who- Nobody. Can, can, can we just hit on one other thing, though, that I found just mind-bogglingly oh, sad? I can't wait to hear this. Do you, do you, do you remember, do you remember yeah. Nick Peterson? Do you remember? Okay, so he, he only he threw, threw like the 93, piss out of it, right? 92, 93. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. throwing the piss out of it. You know what he was, his record was, those same um, two years? I can guess, because if I had three wins, and I know that, our team only had 24 wins the entire two years that I was there. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is he had six. Four. No. He was three right. and so, 20. I mean, give me, a, cut me some slack here, boys. This guy threw 92-93. He was three and 20. I threw 88, maybe, maxing out on a hot. Never. Yes, I did. Maxing out. <laughs> On a hot ECU Dude. day, and we had the same amount of wins. What was his ERA? Mm. Was it worse? It was the, worse than mine? Or actually, no. His his was actually his, no. His was actually a lot lower. His okay. was like in the four or five range. But 
talk to me, and we can talk. We can talk about this offline, but I am really interested in understanding how Taylor Craig got at bats that, in 2004. Yeah. But we can, sure. we can oh, that's a great we can talk story. about that later. But <laughs> we can talk about that later. Here, here's but the no, sh- so that's, here's that's the, the short that's answer. The team let, me, uh, let me give the, so the, you the, answer the uh, GMs. The, the short no, answer just, is Troy Hustis was They don't want to hear this. Troy, Troy Hustis was the coach. That's the short answer. All right. All right. So let's get back to the game here. Brad, you haven't made a decision yet. So who you got in this matchup? Uh, I'm going to just say that John just has too many guys for you. I mean, you can, you can take Jamichael hasty out and I think he could have beat you if he sat that position tonight. (laughs) I mean, I'm not really keen on Swift and or Gordon. I think Gordon is – I think he's kind of being phased out and he's getting mixed up with Philip Lindsay now. Um, I think Minnesota is a tough matchup for Swift. Um, so I think your running backs are going to struggle. I think your receivers are going to be okay, but I think you're going to lose points there. And I think he's, I think he has the matchup that Patty Mahomes against Carolina. I mean that twenty-seven number. You might might be able to add ten to fifteen to it. I mean he's just he's just going to blow them up because their offense is good enough to make that game interesting, where he can stay in the game long enough to really keep capitalizing on throwing it. So I don't know. I think Johnny's going to give you all that you got not to mention he's got new england against the jets that's easy easy money Mm. all right johnny you want me to go next or do you want to go next okay i'll go i'll I'll go i I actually think that this is closer than than the people think it's going to be i think patty and dalvin kind of blew their loads last week there's no way they both go for over 40 again this week uh, I think the wild card in the matchup is Antonio Brown. Does he do anything? Because I'm going to need some production from the wide receiver position. Totally happy with 10 out of Aaron Jones with all the news about him being you know, banged up. Chose the wrong San Francisco running back again. Weird. Who cares? I think New England goes for over 20. Over the Jets, 20? Just like Philly did uh, against them. Over 20. Against the Jets because the Jets the Jets are really bad, and you've got some bad <laughs> juju on your team right now, Joe. You're you're playing you're playing Tennessee against your Bears. The Tennessee oh, defense yeah. against your Bears that that's got bad juju written all <laughs> over it. Um, and I I just I think I hope if Dalvin gets the early scores in Detroit and Thielen doesn't catch a bomb, I like my chances. All right, so let me bring everybody back to reality here. <laughs> First of all, can we pause? You you are in <laughs> the middle of your skid. This is true. Keep that in mind, please. Okay, please, please. So, continue. first of please all, continue. we don't know if I'm going to play DeAndre Swift. There's a there's a solid chance that I play Le'Veon Bell instead. I haven't just I just haven't decided yet. You don't have the balls to do that because. I just don't think that you do. 
Like you just don't want to play him. Did you play him last I week? I did, yeah. I did play him last week. I didn't have a, I didn't did have a chance. I, I actually didn't have an option. <laughs> I had to play. Um, here's the thing. Quite honestly, I'm happy. I don't even know who this hasty guy is. I'm glad you put him in. Um, and quite honestly, I, I thought Jones was going to go for at least 18 to 20. So I'm kind of glad that instead of Jones, it was Adams. I agree with you. Brown is going to be this wild card. And if he's on the field and they're in the red zone and Brown's on the field, I think Brady's going to make a point to get him those touchdowns because the NFL is a content business, just like the NCFFL. And that plays big time with the media. And I think he's going to utilize that if he can, um, during that game. So that is going to be a huge wild card. Mahomes is going to get his points, but I don't think it's going to be as big as y'all are talking about. I think it's going to be average for Mahomes. The the reason why I say it's going to be that way is Carolina's offense is good enough that they're going to still continue to put up points. It's not like we're sitting here watching the Green Bay San Francisco game where it's 34 to 9. What we're talking about is an offense that can score quick, but Carolina's offense is good. So they're going to stay on the field. They're going to continue to pass where they wouldn't run, and that's where he's just going to keep moving his numbers up. That's that's where it's going to happen. He scored 41 last week against the Jets. Yeah. 35 to 9. Here's, just keep that here's where I win. I win if I guess right on my tight end. I have a feeling, and the only reason I'm not playing him right now is because I got uh, – well, actually, that's not true. I have a feeling that Jody Smith may outproduce Waller. He has had a few weeks of non-production. By that, I mean like four points. And it just it's just got like a – it's got like a 17-point game written on it for Jonu Smith. The Bears' defense is not good against tight ends, specifically in the red zone. So that's where I think this game comes down to. I'm going to need help. I'm going to need my boys, my horses, to be horses. Hopkins, Metcalf, uh, Fuller, Thielen, they need to produce for me, and I need Herbert to just get me normal points. If he can sniff the amount of Mahomes, I'd be happy. But if he can get me 24, 22, 26 points, I think I actually end up pulling this one off. Um, But mainly it's going to be because I guess right on my tight end. That's the way I see it. Um, Between that and then, obviously, Antonio Brown, the wild card. So I think that skid ends, Johnny. I think it does. And I think it starts with you mm. and this team. And I want to say it's going to be, it's going to be a one forty one, one thirty two. Are you saying you're going to sweep the weekend golf and beat him in fantasy? And am I hearing that correctly? And I'm going to hit the under on flip. Oh it's my be a, trifecta! It's going to be the trifecta. Taka. He, and he just called a one forty one. 
when his man, I. It's got to turn sometime, boys. It's got to turn sometime. Why not this week? You know what? I I can kind of see that though. Like, I'm coming off a 194. No chance I even remotely sniff that this week. Maybe, maybe this is a a 90 point week for me. I mean, based on Thursday night football, <laughs> it could happen. It's in play. Um, I just, I think. The Panthers secondary uh, and the defense just overall is is really bad. And I think I Kansas think City if I today. lose, um, here's where I lose. <laughs> in, in typical John fashion, <laughs> you couldn't even say here's. You couldn't even figure out a right way to say that. You, you just don't feel that confident. You just put yourself I know. Up. Here's where I lose because this would be typical. This would be typical John fashion to win a game, right? So Marvin Jones, who we just picked up this week, ends up Goes going longer. for like 28 points against. Well, Minnesota. they don't have Stafford throwing. They don't have. That's Stafford my throwing. point. That's my point. Typical yeah. John fashion. He puts in. A number two running back, even though Galladay is going to play maybe. And Jones goes for like three touchdowns and like 120 yards. That's typical John right there. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. That is what we're looking But the good news is, just like last week, we'll have a good idea of where this stands after the 4 o'clock games on Sunday, which I feel good about because you only have your kicker. After four o'clock, and I only have it'll come down to Monday night, so I'm gonna have to Antonio, be up by twenty yeah. points going into Monday night to have a sh- to to have a shot with New England's D. To have a shot, man, it's mm. it's gonna have to be healthy because they are brutal. I, w- I will say, I will say, your your wide receivers are scary. Outside of that, I mean, no, I won't say outside of that. The tight end, I like the tight end you have. But outside of that. Three years ago, Gordon was scarcity. It's thin. It's thin, Joe. It's thin. Yeah. But Thielen, Fuller, Metcalf, and Hopkins. We're a bitch. We're a bitch on paper, boys. We're a bitch on paper. (laughs) That's pretty good. Artie, boys, I think that'll do it. I want to say a special thank you. To our two co-hosts today, uh, John and Brad, thank you all very much for subbing in for Jared while he spends time in the Mormon state of Utah. Uh, Thank you all very much. Much appreciated. Hopefully we brought uh, some good humor, some good content to the rest of the GMs around the league. Thank you all very much. Like always, dodge injury and COVID. I guess right. Yeah, you missed the first part. You screwed it up. Uh, I love you. (laughs) Bye, guys. All right, boys. (laughs) Over and out.
Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and Guess Right.